here we are on this Friday, uh, actually the day that we're leaving, our second group for the Alaska mission trip this evening we'll be leaving. And we are in Genesis chapter 30. Um, as we read about the life of the world and why we do uh, what we do as Christians in the world, our call is to make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching and going. Uh, and we do that. Uh, you do that every single day, too. Um, how do you know what that Christian faith is all about and, and where that mission comes from and, and what drives us in that mission, too? And, and the need for that mission while well, you read the Word of God. Uh, and then along with that, you look at our world and say, hey, these two are talking about the same thing. It's a very fallen world. Um, there's sin out there. There's sin in my life, too. There's continued temptation by the devil, the world, and from inside of me. Uh, but the grace of God is incredible. And the way God reaches out to us and continues to work with sinners like you and me, and like the family of Jacob, uh, as we continue to read about the baby wars going on in chapter 30, and why, again, God said marriage ought to be between one man and one woman. We see it from the very first words that we read in chapter 30. Um, many times, you know, people will say, well, hey, uh, the, doesn't the Bible sanction polygamy? Because uh, many people practice it there. Well, there's a big difference between telling you what is happening and telling, telling you what should happen. What God, where God tells us what should happen is in the commandments, and also in the in the um, uh, the words of Scripture, again, marriage is defined by God in Genesis chapter two. A man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two become one flesh. Is Genesis chapter two. Jesus quotes it in the Gospels. Paul quotes it again uh, in Ephesians when he talks about marriage, and then later about family. So the Word of God is very clear about that. Uh, and also it is very clear, too, from Scripture and from our own lives, too, is we don't always follow God's Word. We choose our own way. We think we, think we have a better way. We think uh, God's ways don't fit us very well. We don't want to follow God. That's called rebellion. That goes all the way back to the time of Adam and Eve. God gave them a whole garden there. Everything they needed for life told them one tree, don't eat from that. And sure as the world, they do that. So again, many things are explained when we get back into the Word of God. So here we go. In chapter 30, verse 1, um, why don't you uh, want multiple spouses? Because Rachel envied her sister. Um, and that should not happen in marriage. It should be this oneness, that two become one. And uh, when that happens, we don't, we don't have this going on. So um, unfortunately then, uh, Rachel uh, uh, goes and that now not only causes tension with her sister, but now with her husband, she goes to Jacob and blames him for the fact that, uh, and then blames God for the fact that. So look at the tension that's brought on there too. We just multiplied the sin twice here. Um, and she cries out to him. She, she gets to the point where she even says, I would rather die. I want to die because I can't give you a, uh, a child. And then even blames it on God. And now, but now she carries out the sin further. And it's just like, just like what you were told about lying when you were young. Uh, the problem with lying is that, is that you got to keep lying to cover up the first lie. Well, now they've sinned in that they have a polygamous marriage here. Um, now, uh, unfortunately, Rachel's going to continue on by adding another partner there. So now we've got Rachel's servant girl, Bilhah, whom Rachel gives to Jacob. And Jacob, in sinning, uh, lies with her, has sex with her, has a child through her. And it just keeps getting worse. Again, like I said yesterday, you can't write a soap opera as good as what you have here in Scripture. Um, then Leah, seeing that now um, uh, Rachel um, kind of is 
having children and she can't have children, she gives her servant girl to Jacob. So now we got four mothers here. Man, talk about talk about confusion when you come into the house. Talk about uh, when you come home. Talk about needing a scorecard. Who belongs to who? Jacob's the father of all of them. Um, but uh, but the 12 sons are born from four different mothers. And yet this is the family that God chooses. And, and no other family would be any different. They just have their own particular sins. And yet God is going to work through the human family. He's going to bring his only son into the world through the human family. He's going to come through Jacob's line and Jacob's family, which shows you the grace, the mercy, the patience of uh, the forbearance of God, and we thank him so very, very much for uh, for that. You can read more about that in the chapter. Uh, then we get uh, to the end of chapter 30, and Jacob goes to his father-in-law. He's worked his 14 years, seven years for Leah, seven years for Rachel, and now he wants to go. And here the, uh, the swindler uh, gets swindled again. Laban promises him that he'll give him uh, the certain certain uh, kinds of animals. Then he reneges on that. He pulls back. Look at verse 35. But that day Laban removed the male goats that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats were striped and spotted. And uh, he's going to try to get away with, with uh, swindling uh, uh, Jacob. But Jacob's one up on him, and he knows how to uh, he knows how to get back. And besides, God is on his side too. And God works it so that Jacob does get a wealth of, of livestock as he goes. But as you look ahead to chapter 31, he's going to have to run away from Laban too. So here your, your heel grabber is running from, you're running from uh, his father, running from his brother, and now he's running from his father-in-law. Uh, but yet again, uh, the grace and mercy of God is going to prevail, and God's going to take care of him. And thanks be to God, he does the same for us. We can have that same hope, too, uh, that he is patient with us, that when we come to him and we we confess our sins, that's the key, repent of our sins, repent of our sins, come back to God humbly, um, like the prodigal son, plead mercy, and, uh, um, and, and recognize the fact that we don't deserve any of this, and everything we have is a great gift from God, incredible, gracious God. And thank him for that every day. So that's why we need to be in the word. We need to hear more of this. So saying that word tomorrow, Saturday, you're going to hear that, uh, hear that word again tomorrow um, as we continue uh, in reading uh, God's word.